Hi, I'm Kristen Woodford, routine queen, podcast host, keynote speaker, and motivator extraordinaire, leading mamas to uplevel their lives one healthy habit at a time. My passion with healthy habits began as I neared the end of my maternity leave. While I had everything I wanted, I felt like a piece of me was missing. Nothing was wrong, but something wasn't right. I wanted to feel better, so I started with exercise. A rocky road to start, but soon I found myself feeling better, and the better I felt, the more I wanted. I created my own morning ritual of simple daily practices that soon had me buzzing with excitement for no other reason than simply life itself. Suddenly I went from feeling tired and depleted to feeling alive and energized throughout the day. I was sleeping better and waking before my alarm, feeling so well rested. I was much more patient and present with my family and others. I was in control of my day and thoughts rather than feeling controlled by chaos and to-do lists. As I continue to grow and learn, I'm here to help other mamas reignite their own spark. Throughout this podcast, we will cover mindset, motivation, movement, nutrition, personal development, and mindful parenting. Thank you for being part of this journey. Now let's see how we can up-level today. This is the Routine Queen podcast, Healthy Habits for Mums. Hello, welcome to episode two. I am Kristen Whitford, your routine queen. And today we are talking about happiness. Is it inspiring or annoying? Before we dive into today's episode material, I wanted to take a moment to thank each and every one of you. Oh, for such a great week. So we launched the podcast last week and I can't believe it's only been a week because I, this feels like something I have been doing for my whole life. And it feels more aligned with my purpose than I have ever felt. And just so much support from all of you in terms of listening to the podcast and the feedback and sharing it and rating and reviewing. The response has been so fantastic. And so thank you. Thank you for being on this journey. Whether you have known me for years or if this is your first introduction, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for... Thank you for being invested in your own journey because that's what this is about. And as a reminder, if you haven't yet reviewed the podcast, you have until tonight at 11.59 p.m. to rate, leave a review, share it on your social and tag me so that I know where to send you a gift and I will send you a coffee or tea on me as a thank you. Every little bit of support truly, truly makes the world of difference. So thank you. I loved hearing feedback from this past week. I loved knowing that everyone got a kick out of me recording in my closet. And we are here, back in the closet, and we're going to be back here for the foreseeable future. I'll let you know when it changes. But for now, I'm here, wrapped up in my house coat, like my house coat wrapped around me. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode one. Here is, a vul- here is my vulnerable share for the week, and it's this. I didn't batch record a lot of my episodes. I knew what today's episode was going to be ahead of time, but I hadn't recorded it. Um, but I hadn't recorded it. And I had done some practice run-throughs, and so I knew what it was going to be. But it took me a really long time to actually be able to sit down and hit record. 
because the response from the launch last week was so good and everyone's so excited and there's so many subscribers and everyone's like, oh, I can't wait for next week. The realization hit me that the launch is is done, is complete, it's launched, it's out in the world and it has gone phenomenally. It's been so fun. And now I have to keep putting out episodes because that's what I signed up for. And that kind of scares me. And I was scared to, not scared, but I was hesitant to record episode two because I'm like, oh crap, now people are listening and now people are waiting for the episode. And well, that's kind of a lot of pressure to make sure it's good. And not every episode is going to be great. So we are just, we're doing it. That's the thing about dreams and passions and lives and living in the moment is just doing it. It is my passion to live my best life and to help others do the same and to ignite sparks within people to really want to truly live instead of just existing and surviving the day. And this is a platform that I'm using to share my message and my learnings and to connect with all of you. And you, I read a, I read a, um, a quote in a book the other day that was, you can't get better and look good at the same time at the beginning. And so sometimes it's going to be messy, whatever. Not every episode is going to be like the best, but this one is, this one's really good, you guys. So make sure you stay tuned. <laughs> Make sure you stay tuned in. Okay. Um, and lastly, I, I loved hearing how last week's episode resonated with people. We had people who, you know, listening to it brought it brought back memories from their childhood, um, which were which were good memories, thank goodness. We have people who are going to be implementing the the um the topics from the podcast with their kids, you guys, kids, kids, kids. It is so important that we set a good example and such a, and set a positive and be a positive role model for our children. Any way that you can enhance their own toolkit for their emotional intelligence, for their, you know, self-awareness, do that, please. And if this helps you do that, Wow, that is so powerful and something we're going to actually be focusing on more in the future. So anyways, I could talk all day about how happy I am and how amazing the past week has been, but you're all here to hear a new episode. So here we go. Picture this, if you will. Maybe you're in a grocery store or in a public place, or maybe it's with a friend of yours. Maybe it's someone you know or someone you don't. Maybe it's a complete stranger just passing by. But you encounter someone who is happy, like really, really happy. You know the kind, the person that walks, they don't even walk. They just like, they float with this pep in their step and this twinkle in their eye. And they just speak with such beauty and, and they're so eloquent. And they're so happy. And I want to know, I want to know, I have a burning question and I wish that this was a live episode and we had a call in line because I really would like to know feedback. When you see someone that happy, do you A, think to yourself, wow, that person is so happy. Seeing that person so happy makes me feel happy because they're so happy. Good for them. Like, wow, that is so amazing. Or do you B, think to yourself, what the F is wrong with that person? No one is that happy. I just want to punch you in the face. 
I would be lying if I said I never wanted to punch anyone in the face for being too happy. Side note, I have never punched anyone in the face, nor will I. (laughs) Um, And it's interesting because I want to take a moment to talk about the two different reactions and where they come from. And so I know, speaking in my own personal experience, when I have seen someone be so happy and I was so irritated and annoyed by it, it's almost like I went on the defensive and it's like, how, how dare you and come back to planet Earth? Because that's not reality. Or thinking like, wow, like what do they have to worry about? Their life is like so easy. They're so happy, right? And why is that? Why are we so inclined to want to drag people down to our level when we're not feeling that high versus wanting to raise ourselves up to their level? Is it because it seems like so much work to get from where we are to where they are? Does it seem impossible and like we cannot make that connection because we are just not there and we cannot handle that? And I'm not saying that this is the case all the time. Obviously, this is an extreme, but I know that it has happened within myself and I know that it does happen within people. I know it's happened to you at one point or another. And I think it's it's worthy of exploration as to why. And so sometimes maybe we just are annoyed by that person. And in that case, we can just walk away. We can stop the conversation. We can stop listening if it's a stranger. We can just remove ourselves from the situation and carry on with our day. Or we could investigate and ins- and explore within ourselves. So why does that affect me so much? Why does their happiness bug me so much? Is it because I am in a position where I don't feel as good as I want to or know I could or desire to? And so if you have followed the work, if you follow the work of Abraham Hicks or Gabby Bernstein or a bunch of other leaders, they talk about the emotional scale, the emotional guidance scale. Um, it, there's different names for it. And essentially, it's this. There's there's a scale of emotions that we are always on. It just differs as to where in the scale we are. And so the bottom is fear and despair and unworthiness. And then a little bit further up is anger and discouragement and then doubt and worry. And then it's, you know, boredom, contentment, optimism. And then right at the top is joy, gratitude, freedom, love. And if we see someone that is right at the top of that scale, and if we are not there or not close to there, oh, wow, it can be really hard to picture ourselves going from where we are to where they are. And maybe we don't want to because it seems so overwhelming. So we have two options. We can stay where we are and be okay with that and um, continue to stay in that. Or we can look at ways to move up the scale. So maybe we don't go right to the top, but maybe we go a little bit further. So if we're in despair, what is something that we can do to get us a little bit further up? So like anger. Anger would be higher up the emotional scale than despair and unworthiness. So can you get angry? Like safely, I mean, right? Uh, can you scream in your car? I recommend to do it when you're by yourself and just scream, just let it buck as loud as you can, as long as you need to just scream or dance it out, shake it out, whatever you have to do, just get some energy moving. Cause that is going to shift things within you. If you think it's silly, I don't care. Just give it a try. When you find yourself needing an energy shift, do it. 
I have friends that are experts in this area and they recommend it. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. Okay. Do that. And then I just, it feels so different and so much lighter and it's so cool and also fun. Just understand that it is possible to look at something that is just a little bit further up the scale. You don't have to look at all or nothing. You can move a little bit further up. And so what is something that you can do to to feel a little bit better than you do today. Now, while we're talking about emotions and while we're talking about happy people, I also think it's important to note that happy people, like someone who is genuinely happy, it doesn't mean that they're happy every day or that they're happy every moment of every day because that's simply not the case. You can be the happiest person and still have days that are so hard and still have emotional days. You can be the most motivated person and still have days when you feel anything but motivated. And so why is this important? It's important because sometimes I think we put so much stress on ourselves because we have to feel a certain way or we have to do certain things or we have to like present ourselves a certain way. And why do we need to be or why do we think we need to be something other than who we are? And so if you do not feel your best, then that's okay grant yourself some grace, figure out what your best would feel like. And then what is one thing that you can do today, something small that is going to get you a little bit closer to that, or at least, or at least is going to put you on the path to going that way. And then if you're working on being happier and sometime, and one day you find yourself snapping at your kids, taking a moment to realize that you are human and it is okay and you do not have to be and you will not be perfect in every moment. No one will. That's just, that's not reality. But the more you can be aware, that's what this is about. Because the more you can be aware, the more intentional you can live, more you can intentionally be who you want to be and create what you desire. I believe with my whole being that all of this puts tools in our toolkit to help us. Because for me, healthy habits and healthy living, it's about feeling our best. It's about getting to understand and to know ourselves. It's about nurturing the relationship with ourself so that we can be the best us. And then that ripples out to those around us. So that we can show up as our best version for everyone else. We can, we can then be there to properly support our family and our children. We can be the role model for them. And we can say, well, not even say, we can show our kids, hey, I have moments where I feel overwhelmed. I have moments where sometimes I don't want to get out of bed or sometimes I'm really angry or really sad. And this is, this is what I do that helps me. It may or may not work for you, but I can help you and I can show you some things that you can do so that they fill their toolkit and you're helping set them up for success throughout their life. Wow. What a powerful gift to be able to provide well, anyone really, and specifically your children with this knowledge and and these tools for them to start their life or to bring into their life, no matter how old they are, to be able to say, yeah, okay, I've, I've got this. Look, life is like this. Life is never perfect. We can't always control what happens to us, but we can, out, but we can always control how we react to what happens to us. 
And sometimes, even when you're aware, like super self-aware, sometimes you're still not going to react ideally or how you would have chosen, but you're aware of it and you can make shifts for next time. You can learn and you can grow. And with practice and with time, it'll get easier. The other thing that I want to say about emotions is this. Before I go into this, I it is very important to note that I am not a clinical professional in the way of like emotions and trauma and all of that. So anything that I say, please, please, if you're going through something very traumatic or very deep, um, just just understand that I am I cannot speak to that depth of things. I can speak to my own personal reflections um, and thoughts and beliefs and the everyday stuff. But I just want you to know that I'm not trying to say this will cure everything. So emotions, sometimes I think we are very quick to try to snap out of it when we feel less than ideal. We try to, um, we try to just like forget about how we're feeling or move to the next thing or the next feeling. We try to numb ourselves. We try to forget and just like shove it down instead of truly experiencing and feeling what is going on in us. And I think that's a mistake in most cases. And this is why. And instead of saying it's a mistake, I think this is something that we could explore further and do a better job of sometimes. And this is why. Our feelings come up for a specific reason. And sometimes we need to dig deep and explore why. And sometimes we don't. Sometimes all that is required is for us to acknowledge the feeling and uh, gift ourselves allow ourselves some space and some stillness to truly feel it, like to really feel it. And sometimes that means crying every day for a few months, even if you don't know why. Sometimes it means, you know, just, yeah, just allowing yourself to be, even if it's shitty. Sorry for the language. That's the only time I'll swear. I try. And sometimes that's all our feelings need is just our acknowledgement and us feeling them. And then they're like, okay, I'm good. You heard me. You see me. You get me. I can go now. So is there is there anything in your life where you've been avoiding or whenever it comes up, you're like, yep, nope, can't do this. In those moments, can you take a moment and sit with it and say, why is this coming up? How do I really feel? And what do I really need in this moment? Is it simply to sit with it for a moment or a day or a few days so that it can it can move on and I can move on? Because the quicker you try to snap out of it, the quicker it's going to come back until you do acknowledge it. You may have heard the term, sometimes you need to break down before you can break through. And I don't think you always need to break down in order to grow, but sometimes it happens. And so... And so if you have, are on a journey of, you know, personal development and personal growth, if you're opening, opening yourself up to more love and success and abundance and all of it and all the good stuff, I want to say that that will also open up all parts of you. So sometimes you may feel the sadness and the hurt and those other emotions, you may feel them more deeply than you would like because because you're opening yourself up to all of it. However, 
by using the tools and you know the emotional scale and and other things that you might have in your back pocket that will help get you back into alignment quicker than trying to numb yourself or forget and just move on. And you're actually going to be growing in the process. And so the next time you see a happy person on the street, if you are genuinely happy that they are happy, why not just go up to them and say, excuse me, I just had to tell you, you just look happy. You look radiating. You look radiant with happiness. And I thought that you should know. And chances are they're going to be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That just made my day. And then you both will leave radiating with joy and happiness. I want to leave you with something today, which is an exercise that I have really begun to love over the past few years. And it is writing down five to 10 to 15 to 20, how crazy you want to get things that make you happy and that bring you joy. And so if you have a pen and a paper, as soon as this episode is done or do it as a note in your phone, write down, let's say at least 10, because it could be big, it could be small, it could be anything in between. Write down 10 things that bring you joy, that bring a smile to your face, big, small, whatever it is, write it down. And then every day for the rest of this week, I want you to write down 10 things that make you happy. Not make you happy, you make yourself happy, but 10 things that bring you joy. And then next week, we're going to check in and we're going to see how you feel after doing that for a week. So with that, I'm going to say ciao for now and we will see you next week. Thank you for being here. And that's a wrap on today. As a reminder, if you haven't yet already, please feel free to go ahead and click subscribe or follow to make sure you don't miss any of the episodes, which will drop every Wednesday. Next week, we have a treat for you. Next week, we're actually getting into the nitty gritty about, okay, how do you set up a morning ritual for yourself? You've decided that you want it. Now what? We'll go through step by step how you can get started for your own. As a note to that, I have changed the date to the free workshop on how to create your own morning ritual. If you would like to workshop it together, feel free to sign up at kristenwoodford.com. The link will be in the show notes and the workshop will be one hour free on Zoom on Thursday, May 11th at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Follow along on Instagram for all the daily motivation and humor. And don't forget to write your list of 10 things that bring you joy as soon as we're done and chat for now. See you next week. Mm-hmm.